Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dork down for a while Hello, you are listening to the dork forest with Jackie Cation I, coincidentally enough, am Jackie Cation you know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, if you enjoy a determiner. The Dork Forest is a podcast that's on all the platforms, your iTunes, and then I, I populate it over to YouTube. It's on Stitcher and Pandora and Spotify, and but wherever you listen to podcasts, hopefully uh, it makes it available in a thousand different ways. It is November, and I'll also use this for December. Uh, this month, I ask that you not donate to the Dork Forest. If you want to support the Dork Forest, you can. You can order from Amazon using the tiny link that just takes you to Amazon and you order like normal. You can buy merch on the store page on JackieCation.com. You can go to the Bandcamp DorkForest.com and buy extra episodes and stories and stuff if you like to do that. You can come and see me do stand-up comedy at uh, which my tour is all over JackieCation.com. And in November and December, I'm actually on the road quite a bit, including Minneapolis and Madison, uh, Wisconsin. So those are my... But don't donate. Don't use the PayPal button to donate. And if you're doing it monthly, know that your donation uh, will be going to the LA Food Bank. Because what I ask is that you don't donate to the Dork Forest in November and December, and instead donate to your local food bank. Go to feedingamerica.com if you are in the United States, put in your zip code, and it'll tell you your local food bank. Or you can just Google the words food bank and the name of your town. That happens all over the world. You can do that anywhere in the world. But just uh, for these two months, uh, just uh, help people around you. That's all I'm saying. Other than that... The Dork for- We should do the credits. Yes, Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song with Sarah Cohen, his wife, and he will sing his version of the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Patrick Brady fixes this audio, and Vilmos still fixing JackieCation.com. Bless his heart. Anyway, let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I am in my living room with a friend of mine. We have mutual friends, mm-hmm. uh, coffee shop friends. Uh, Martha Bowles, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you for having me, Jackie. This is, uh, okay, so everyone should know, it's mm-hmm. Martha Bowles.com, M-A-R-T-H-A-B-O-L-E-S. B-O-L-E-S. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it's Ms.MarthaBowles on Instagram. Yep. So, uh... You just you you you, uh, you buried the lead when you were talking dorkdoms, Martha, and you were just like, "Well, don't you know? For a living, I I do dueling pianos." I'm like, "Stop! Yeah. Oh my god!" <laughs> so you, first of all, let's get into it. Uh, yeah. Well, wait, uh, everyone should know like, if you were in Lincoln, Nebraska, and I have fans in Lincoln, Nebraska. Nice. Go to Blazing Pianos and watch a a a, a Martha Pole's duel. Yeah. Old timey uh, piano. Pew, pew, pew. Old timey uh, dueling pianos. <laughs> okay. Talk to. You play the piano. I, I play the piano. <laughs> um, Have you always played the piano? Pretty much. We had one growing up. Okay. In the living room, and I would bang things out. Um, and, and I'm an army brat. We moved around all the time. Sure. Um, so. I guess formal training. I got some lessons when we lived in Germany, started around nine, and then we moved to Texas for a bit, and then we moved to Belgium, and then to the Netherlands. So when we finally settled in the Netherlands, um, I went to a private music school from the ages of 12 to 14. Okay. Then, so those, private music school, that sounds like you're doing a good two to five hours a day. Kind of, yeah. Of all different kinds of instruments, or? Just piano. Okay. And... Looking back, I probably would have listened to my teacher when he was trying to drill, you know, let's look at classical, let's look at classical. And I'm like, no, no, no. I want to do rhythm and blues. Jam. I yeah, want to jam. I want to jam. Right. I want it to be amazing from the, right. from the start. Well, that's what maybe you, you, didn't, you never know if you're going to be a prodigal until you try. All right. of a sudden, you're the snowboarder that you didn't know you could be. Exactly. That's what I want to be. Yeah, uh, oh, I, I love I, snowboarding too. I, I've never, uh, I tried to skateboard twice and I broke my wrist once. But wouldn't it have been amazing if I would have been an amazing skateboarder mm-hmm. right from the get? Mm-hmm. It turns out it's a learned skill. I know. I have such a hard time with that too. <laughs> and now I respect process. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I respect process that there are things that I do on stage now that mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, I wasn't able to do this when right. I was just starting. I respect 
how far I've come in this. So now, now Mm -hmm. you fight. Well, fight, fight, fight. (laughs) You duel. Piano's duel. duel. It's kind of a misnomer. It's a, we're, we're partners. It's sing along. Okay. So we take people's requests and uh, we make them sing along. It's a lot of uh, certainly know. better put than just saying two pianos that face each other. Right, right. Dueling pianos sounds more more gravitas, more more tension. Yeah, uh, yeah, it does. It does. People so really you have about it. you have a essentially a piano partner, mm-hmm. and you perform together. Yeah, yeah. And I'll meet different people. I was in Boston last week playing a show at a club. I'm in Boston this weekend. Get out of town. Oh, I know it. Man. I know. And this is not going to go up till December 10th. I'm in Acme. Please come and see me in Minneapolis and then uh, Madison, Wisconsin the week after that. And Milwaukee, a one-nighter. It's actually by invite only. Uh, email me, Jackie at JackieGasher.com. Anyway, so Ooh, uh, I, wow, go. I got all kinds of uh, too much info right there. Yeah. Uh, small plug for me, Jackie Casher. But Martha Bowles, yeah. uh, let us talk about you were in Boston playing. How did you fall into dueling pianos? Um, okay. Wow. that feels like a thing. If, if You don't it, go out looking. No. I... It was, um, wow, I was performing at a theme park in San Antonio, Texas. Excellent. Uh, called Fiesta, Texas. <laughs> it was great. It was a live music entertainment park. Right. Uh, lots of rides. At the time, in the early 90s, um, I think it was owned by Opryland. That's when, when oh. I first started working with Opryland and Gaylord Entertainment. Okay. So all those people from Nashville. And it was- A lot of music. A yeah. lot of music. Okay. All the shows had live bands. Nothing was on track. It was amazing. And I was, That's I kind was, of, that is amazing. yeah, 18. And this was my first professional job. I happened to fall into it. Um, I, I always knew I wanted to act and perform. Right. And a friend of mine was there at the park and she said, you should audition. And I did, um, but I didn't hear from them. So I just assumed I didn't, right. assumed I didn't get it. Um, I was just going to be, Working at Chuck E. Cheese's forever. Were you working at a Chuck E. Cheese, were you? Mm-hmm. Did you eat the food? I did. It uh-huh. was delicious. <laughs> it was delicious. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Next time I uh, find myself at a Chuck E. Yes. Cheese in a non in, in the safest possible way, I don't mm-hmm. know how that'll occur. But uh, what should I order? You should order the breadsticks. Okay. Um are and they doing good work? Are they garlic breadsticks or something? They're not. Well, back then they weren't. Okay. They put a lot of Parmesan cheese on them and then oh, they toasted cheesy. them and it was just so delicious. And then cheesy I would have breads. them add more cheese, mozzarella. Well, do you know why? Because you knew somebody. Yeah. You're on the you're on the inside. I was on the inside. <laughs> I was on the inside for sure. But, yeah, I'm glad you're no longer working there. As yeah. uh, as much as you want to vouch for Chuck E. Cheese food. Let's keep let's yeah. keep moving. Keep it moving. Yeah. Um so I was working at Chuck E. Cheese's. The auditions were in October and I had heard that they had just hired a cast in November, so I thought nothing of it. And um and then one day in February Oh wow, months later. Months later, they called at the restaurant. And I remember my manager coming out to the salad bar. I was a cashier at this time. Now Excellent. I worked my way up to cashier. Well, you know, there's a good 15, 35 cents more an hour. Than oh, yeah. Well, for chance. us back then, it was just a quarter. Oh, a quarter. Like, if I knew then what I know now, there would be a lot. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's that's how they get 18-year-olds. Right. Because right. you don't know. Just yeah. don't know. Yep. I'm like, oh, labor laws. I shouldn't be working off the clock. But I'm a people pleaser as well. Right. So I thought it was fine. I, I clock in at public restaurants. Uh, when I go into the restroom, I'm like, "Oh, this isn't tidy," and then I pick up. Yeah, uh, that's 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 a win for them mm-hmm. uh, and me, kind of, because I don't want to anyway. So yeah. I don't like. I like to leave it a little cleaner than I came you in. You know what? Clean up the wreckage of your presence. <laughs> that's it. That's and uh, even if I didn't cause the wreckage, I really mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a meddler. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, go ahead. <laughs> Um, oh, where was I? So the, the manager call, comes out. The manager comes out, says you have a call. And I remember going into the office and um, it was somebody saying, this is so-and-so from Fiesta, Texas. And the season starts in a couple days. We need you to start. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I and get to play the piano for a living? Yeah. Well, I wasn't playing piano there. Oh. This is just the theme park where I was doing improv and I was part of a crew called Streetmosphere. So I was a... Uh, a character, Streetmosphere, yeah. Um, started by Herb Hansen, who's an amazing coach and director. And oh, cool! I fell in love with improv because of Herb. Um, okay, for sure, great guy. Yeah. Um, so I did that. Um, 
And I had to work Chuck E. Cheese and Fiesta Texas for like two weeks together. Right. Because I had just to, get, to make sure. Yeah. And then I was out. So here I'm this free 18 year old. <laughs> I got a huge raise. Right. Something uh, almost just well played. Yeah, yeah. And making a lot of money back in San Antonio, Texas for an 18 year old. Oh, yeah. Just um, that means three fifty a week. Yeah. Live it up. Live yeah, it up. It was crazy. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I was a freshman in college. Right. Um, so anyway, cut did you to- go to did you go to uh, Texas College? I went to University of Texas, San Antonio. Oh, there you go. Because um, to be honest, I was too afraid to move one hour north to go to UT to study theater there. Okay. Uh, and at the time, UTSA didn't have a theater program. So I just kind of I bounced around with majors. At first, I thought I was going to be account- an accountant. Sure. I thought that was safe. Right. You were always so smart. It was, yeah. It I was, was going to be a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I played around with that for a minute when I was 12. A hot, a hot sec? Just a hot sec. Because <laughs> since I was four, I said, I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be an actor. And mm-hmm. my parents were like, I don't know. My mom was like, I don't know people at the hospital there. You know, my mother's from Honduras. So. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah I'm like, that's why she has an accent. <laughs> they don't want they, they don't want you to do that. They, no, no. You can. I have job. a doctor I work with, and he does community theater, and you can do that. And I oh. remember thinking as a kid, I'm like, I'm bigger than community theater. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are, yeah. and then we aren't. And we, that's the trajectory of everyone's uh, career, kind absolutely. of. Absolutely. And there's some really good community theater, especially in San Antonio. Oh, really? Yeah. You, did you see a lot of community? Uh, we've waited off, but yeah, did you see some? I. Because you, did you I go to theater because you loved it so? A bit, yeah. Well, okay. and then after I worked at Fiesta, Texas, there were a bunch of theater people there. Oh. Excuse me. And so they would do shows around town Magic Theaters, a children's theater, which is fantastic. I think it's still there. I don't. I ain't gotta look these places up. Yeah, no on worries. Facebook, and then San Pedro Playhouse, which would always have shows. And I love uh, San Antonio. San yeah. Antonio is lovely. Oh, it, it really. There's is. a comedy club called the LOL, oh, and uh, nice. I have no idea why their slogan is "and remember the LOLmo," uh, but <gasps> they're leaving money on the table. Oh my saying. god, that's hilarious! Right. Yeah, it's. Uh, but did because you, you were in you grew up there? That was your dad stationed or your parents? Well, both my parents were stationed there at one time, and then we ended I, up. We ended up back there, but that by the time we ended up back there, my parents were separated, and my dad retired and oh, there moved you go. back to California. My mom retired in San Antonio, so we had two tours in San Antonio, one when I was 10 and one when we moved back from the Netherlands yeah. when I was about 15. Wow. So by the time I was 15, I had spent more time out of the country than in, so it was a soup. It was a big culture shock. Are you multilingual? Um, yes, in that... Excuse me. My mom, my mom's first language is Spanish. Sure. And my grandmother has pretty much lived with us my entire life. In fact, my grandmother still lives with my mom in San Antonio. Wait, she didn't go out to her. Did she come? Grand, grandma came with us, but, but when she got to the Netherlands, she had to move back to the States because there a lot of flowers there. She had asthma, allergies. Oh. She couldn't handle. <laughs> it was too beautiful. It was too beautiful for grandma. <laughs> And she had to Good leave. For her. Yeah, yeah. Good she's for her like, for knowing her own. Yeah, her, she's like, this is great. And other news. Mm-hmm. I'm heading home. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gone. So, so, so Spanish. Yeah, Spanish. So you're pretty fluent in Spanish for the most part. I, you know, I know more than I think I do. Right. Um, but I get in my head about it. And so I heard it growing up. My mom didn't really speak it to us, but I heard it because my grandma and mom spoke it all the time. So when I got to classes in high school and in college, my teachers were shocked to hear my accent and go, oh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Like what? So you don't know Spanish? I'm like, no, (laughs) I I just, you need to give me the words. Like my goal is to, um, you know, do a sitcom and on hiatus go back down to Honduras. I still have family there. My uncle and my cousins oh, and my aunts are down there. Um, and just, I just need three months in a country. I've really, I'm actually just really good immersive. with language. Yeah. I lived in Russia for three months and my Russian wasn't too bad. Even Russian people were like, your accent is very good. Of course, they'd say that in Russian. Right, right. Uh, exactly. But I like that the accent when you were said it in English was a little bit of a Russian accent here in Los Angeles. And weirdly enough, <laughs> drops a half an octave. Well mm-hmm. played. Well mm-hmm. played. Uh, yeah, I'm right in the throat Why there. not? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were just in France and my accent is very good. Uh, cool. Turns out. My uh, words, I don't, I don't have the vocabulary, but uh, I have a friend of mine um, who is like, 
who was French. And she's uh-huh. like, I will practice with you. And he, and, I, and so I was pr- trying to practice. She's like, don't don't be shy about it. You're doing it. Listen to me. My English is terrible, but you can understand me. I have, I have, you know, and she's doing it in a French accent, which I, turns out my English French accent, not good at all. Uh, but my French French mm-hmm. isn't bad. So it's, you know, sort of a si j'étais un garçon, j'aurais un zizi. Which uh, is... Mais viens, mais viens, yamogu. Yamogu. No, 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 that's, that's, that's Russian. That's Je parle un peu. Je parle un peu le français. Très peu. Très peu. Uh, moi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. C'est moi. moi aussi. And uh, so, but yeah, but so, but when you were in the Netherlands. Yes. They mostly speak English. They and you do. were on the base, right? Yes. Yes, so. and and there's so many countries over in Europe that are so close together that speak different languages. Everybody just goes, okay, we're using English for business, and then we all speak our right, thing, right. and everybody... We, we don't need you to listen in anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, but what about um, music school in the Netherlands? Oh, right. Was that in, that was was, that in English? That was in English. Okay. Although my, my teacher, he for for someone... It's funny, I'm... I was a judgmental 12-year-old, I guess, at the time, because I remember thinking, his English isn't that great, because everybody speaks English. You know, you take it for granted. Yeah, yeah. And um, sadly, I remember when we moved there, I told my mom, I want to go to a school off base. I do not want to go. I want to learn Dutch. Yeah. Um, I say very few things. I I speak more German than Dutch. Okay. Ich heiße Mathe, ich komme aus den Niederlanden. Was magst du gern? Habst du Geschwestern? What does that mean? My name is Martha. I come from the Netherlands. Can you say, we're going to be the good guys in World War III? Can you say that? Because I believe in the Germans. I think that this is going to be their decade. You know, you know. It's a shit show. We know. The world knows. The world knows. But so, okay. So now you're at Fiesta where? Okay. Fiesta. Yes. You're eating off of Fiesta Wear. Fiesta Wear. Um, we so we during the Christmas show we was a they had different seasons at the park. So the Christmas show I was in this um, thirty ca- thirty person cast for Home for the Holidays. Okay, and um, one of the guys who was an actor and a an amazing musician, um, Jeff Smith. He actually lives in Nashville now, um, and. Uh, he, we would perform together in this show. I think he was in a different show at the park, um, but you know it was a, such a small park. All the actors and musicians would get together and go out at yeah. night. And so he's like, "I just started playing piano at this bar downtown. Who wants to come?" And so we would roll up in there in a, a cast of thirty on a Tuesday <laughs> night and just get crazy. Right, and I've right. never seen anything like it. And. I was like, oh, wow, this is so cool. We're all having fun and we're singing along together. And That is super. That's my favorite. I'm a team singer. Yeah. I like to sing in a group. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't karaoke or anything. It wasn't right. as intimidating as that. You could sit at your table and drink a bunch, which I did. And, uh, right. And, and it was thoroughly, great. thoroughly fun. Like, Oh, and and all the different kinds of songs like throughout yeah. the ages yeah kind of, like we would we would cross so back then it was the 90s so it was a bunch of spice girls and chumba wumba and but done everything in, like arranged for piano yeah you just play okay. you just play it and it's great <laughs> i do a lot of rap like i do well snoop dogg and stuff and you got you know, any krs one do you have any, do you have any old? i don't do krs one in fact in all the years i've been doing dueling pianos yeah. i don't think anybody's requested krs one well, it was my it was uh that, that was my <sighs> gateway drug into uh into hip hop was wow. in 89 and uh um and then every every rapper that he mentioned i would buy one of their right. albums smart and then um and then i weeded off and went back to billy joel and <laughs> then i came back in and so i bought a white who knows what i bought a white stripes album well, anyway oh, so yeah. uh, whatever ha- i great. mean i own one of every album yeah so yeah. uh but not i don't know anything about any particular kind of music i i essentially have one album nice of whoever no, that's good. I think that's what musical tastes are. You just like feel something out. I get obsessed with the band and then I leave and I'm obsessed and, and that's it. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so different. And yeah. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable calling myself a, a musician if I said, oh, I don't like this genre. I don't like that genre. I like di- like country is a good example. Yeah. And being from Texas, you hear a lot of country. We sure had you do. square dancing lessons in elementary school. So did I. Wisconsin. And I... I really appreciate like the older country, like there's Dolly good Parton. Country. There's great country. Oh my God, legend Dolly Parton. And uh, I've done two Johnny episodes Cash. about Dolly Parton. I didn't know anything about Dolly Parton uh, except for that she had large breasts, and um, and then uh, she sang. She was in nine to five. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but now I listen to Dolly Parton on the regular because she's. Uh, 
she's brutal. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. But get this, I was at a I was at a at a wedding in San Angelo, Texas. Oh my gosh. Which I'm told is uh and when I say I was told six times I was told uh in the course of this week weekend that uh they're the largest city in the country that doesn't have an interstate attached to them. They have small highways attached to them. Anyway. Oh. But here's a scoop. Uh the DJ for the wedding, uh I was like uh I don't know a lot of music, but are you going to play that new Lizzo song? And he said, who's Lizzo? And uh, I was like, what's happening? Um, <laughs> wedding DJ, right? And, uh, right, right. And then he started playing. And I was like, oh, it's all country music. And it's all new country music. And I was like, that's a that's a pity. Because there's hit and miss with new country music. Right. It doesn't. There's probably one or two good songs. But I feel it. sometimes it can be too popped out mm. yeah it's often just, popped out and then and then they're not celebrating the truck enough no i mean i was just like if you're gonna pop it out bring me some sad sack i'm mm-hmm. punching out i'm going to the bar i'm gonna listen to a jukebox and drive mm-hmm. my truck there and then maybe dance with a lady yeah this is i mean yeah. this is a, a genre, these are tropes these right, are things right. that need to be covered yeah the lady that you just can't keep <laughs> either she goes away or you go away you just say wait here i'm gonna go off and find myself and come back and whatever you're in you leave that guy and come mm-hmm. back to me Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's healthy. When, when yeah, it feels it feels smart, right? Uh, from all the different angles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but it's, um, we still haven't gotten to oh, right. dueling pianos. How did it happen? <laughs> okay, so we would go to see Jeff perform, and um, <laughs> it was so much fun. Yep, and. Every now and then, we, I'd go up and I'd like guest sing. Okay. So I'd sing a song, and I and I wasn't playing then. I didn't play piano. I hadn't, in fact, I was nineteen twenty at the time. Okay, twenty around twenty. So when we were going to this club, and uh, and so you were singing with him, but you singing, weren't playing. I wasn't with playing. Him. In fact, pretty much after we moved back from the Netherlands, I just stopped piano training i just okay. stopped it's funny i look back at i read some of the music i used to play and i'm like man i was good i also <laughs> played saxophone in band and i stopped my right. teacher even told me he said if you continue with saxophone mm-hmm. you are good enough to play professionally did i listen no. no i mean i did own a saxophone for a bit and i would play careless whisper and stuff on oh, stage nice. at the dueling piano bar right. here and there and then i went i went to grad school my roommate's boyfriend now husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, boyfriend at the time was a band teacher. And I decided, I'm here in grad school for acting. I no longer need this saxophone. You take it. Give oh, it to yeah. one of the, your children. Yes. At the, the school. Chi- it's a children's toy. Please. It's a children's toy. Uh, Enjoy this saxophone. There's a guy who does saxophone with Cool and the Gang uh, <gasps> that I do a stand-up show. Um, and he sometimes plays with the band. Wow. He's an amazing saxophone player, as you can imagine. And you're just like... Oh, right. I love saxophone. I practice saxophone all the time, more than anything else. But you just, it just became a child's toy to you, and you were like, I am an actor. I'm an actor. Be gone. The music, it is gone. The music is gone. And now, you know, I graduated, moved back to Los Angeles, and started playing at a piano bar again. Right. Um, but, okay, back to when I started. Oh, look at that. Look at yeah, that. Full yeah, circle. you're right. Um, <laughs> so there was a season at fiesta texas where i decided i'm going to focus on other things so i'm not gonna um renew my contract and i decided to work at this particular piano bar but i was a server Mm -hmm. again i didn't have any plans or interest um and they'd have me be one of the singing servers oh fun so i would go to rehearsals and then one day at rehearsal with all these guys, I just sat at the piano and started playing something. And the entertainment director, Sam Leatherwood. Um, good old Sam. That's a great name. Oh, he's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, he said, oh, you play? I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, um, hey, why don't we? Again, we've buried the lead. <laughs> <I know. laughs> he's like, did you not want to make more money or do you want to schlep drinks for a long right. time? Right. And I was yeah. the worst server in the world. Right. And it's not for Which lack also, of trying. And that's a learned skill too, but mm-hmm. there are some people who are really good at it. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I wasn't. I knew my last night serving um, was 
a clear sign that I should not ever serve drinks again. Uh, there were four people that's at the table. I brought back two drinks. Both of those drinks were wrong. Um, I didn't know the difference between Chardonnay and Cabernet. I've since remedied that, but uh, didn't know the difference. I remember getting up to the bartender and I'm like, oh, she wants wine. He's like, okay, uh, Chardonnay, Cabernet. I'm like, just pour something. Is she going to know? And he's like, oh, I was wrong, you know, 50 50. Turns out. Turns is out. she going to know? She knew. She knew immediately. <laughs> wow. She was like, this is a uh, white, and I wanted yeah. red. I wanted red. <laughs> uh, the next drink was a margarita. Now, in San Antonio, when you order a margarita, it's just automatically frozen. Okay. Um, oh, blended. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just it's just so hot in San Antonio. Like everything's blended. We blend steaks. Um, <laughs> so uh, I brought that back to the table. It was wrong. I got these looks, and then I just walked out to the patio. Told another server, "Take over my tables. This is my last night. I gotta, I gotta not do this. I'm I gotta not-, not do this. I'm gonna come back as a player." Because Sam had said at that rehearsal, "If you come up with, if you can do thirty songs." Um, then we'll put you on happy hours. And I'm like, great. At yeah, the that's time, 90 minutes of... Yeah. If you could come up with 30 songs. 30 songs. Uh, and they're the basics. You know, Great Balls of Fire, Brown Eyed Girl, Piano <laughs> Man. People would see me and go, oh, Aretha Franklin. So Aretha Franklin right. songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, I didn't even know how Harry to play Chapin? and sing. <laughs> Harry Chapin. <yeah. laughs> Any taxi? No, no. No, no. Okay. Did he do Cats, Cats in the, the Cradle? Cradle? That's it. That's Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now we get a, allow some. me to mm-hmm. pick some super shitty songs from oh, the yeah. 70s on and on, on and anyway up. yeah uh, so came up so with you that. did so you just came up with 30 songs, 30 and, then, songs? and then you started playing there started playing there so how did it become a fight how did it become <laughs> a duel it um when well, you moved here when i no 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 it's always been called dueling pianos but it's really sing along so we play what people want to hear and they, we make them sing along and um because yeah. you have to, you have to sort of, you have to mesh. I mean, it's like being in a band. You do have to mesh. Yeah, yeah. And um, my ear has gotten really good. I can hear the key and just play along with my partner. And and uh, for the most part, people request the same songs a lot. Oh, yeah. It's like improv. Yeah. It's yeah. like a proctologist. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for playing. Mm-hmm. In other news, can right. you please mention some obscure nation in the Middle East? Uh, <laughs> anything. Mm-hmm. Just uh, but uh, what is Guitar. the most what is the most obscure uh, songs like what are the ones that you kind of like that you have to learn in the moment maybe or sometimes there's songs I get surprised I, I can now hear you know 50s and 60s songs are kind of the way the way in that they're they're kind of easy to hear and and the new disposable pop I'll call it that they, mm-hmm. they they're not they're it's not much changing, not much, not many chord progressions. Right. You know, don't ask me to do any Chicago or or Tower of Power and stuff. That's so those are like nice and meaty and oh, chords the, or oh, Rush or anything like that. Okay. Although some of the players do. Like I work with amazing musicians, um, and, and so like I can't even name a Rush song. And I just did an episode on heavy metal, which yeah. I, Rush may not be. Uh, but uh, what's a Rush song? I think Tom Sawyer. Okay. Oh wait, I think. Boom, boom, boom. I'm doing a horrible Vag- job. Vaguely, of it. I don't. Yeah. Uh, well, and the, the it's yeah. So I don't know. But, but you um, get that sometimes. Yeah. But um. But now it's it's pretty simple with one Does four any, five stuff, dance stuff. Is anyone um hilarious and recommends like Chopin? Does anyone? Not really. Sometimes we'll get you know somebody do some Rachmaninoff, and I work with. There's a club down in San Diego that I play at from time to time, and those. Musicians are solid. And mm-hmm. uh, my girl, Melissa Alcazar, mm-hmm. um, is virtuoso, kind of just and so do has all of the that. Classical has training. the classical training, yeah, to do that, <laughs> pull that stuff out, as well as being able to do Lizzo and right. Adele and stuff. She's the total package. And my girl. That's um, awesome. Yeah, she's great. I thought it was but, Adelaide for a year. Adelaide? Yeah, because uh, guys and dolls. Anyway, um, so... Uh, <laughs> Awesome. So dueling pianos, yeah. is, there, is there, you don't have to travel with a piano, obviously. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Okay. And until maybe, until February of 2018, I was just playing at a bar. Most of my dueling or sing-along career, yeah. I've been lucky enough to just play at a club. I don't have to travel. Right, because you're going to Nebraska. Going to Nebraska, playing... Um, for a weekend? Or? For a weekend, yeah. December 13th and 14th. Uh, Blazing Pianos at Brewski's in Lincoln. There you go. It's going to happen. 
Brewskies and, uh, and Lincoln, come see us. Come see. It's uh, that is uh, and so you show up. Mm-hmm. Is is the? I mean, so are you doing more road stuff now with the pianos, um, or is this just sort of a one-off? Yes and no. I mean, if if people, I because you were just in Boston. I was just in Boston. I look at it this way: there, there, there are some gigs I could take. But um, I'm focusing more on my acting now, finally. Sure. And, and I, I looked at your IMDb. You were oh, on you leverage. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was cool. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I loved and Then you did two episodes of a show that I had heard of, but I couldn't, um, uh, I can't remember the name of. The was, Kids Are All Right. Yeah. Two episodes of that. That's it. So, two episodes of Better Off Ted. Oh, nice. Which I thought was ahead of its time. Oh, yeah. I loved that show. Wow. Loved it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You just... Uh, and 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 to focus on acting, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like I do stand up, so right. I don't. And people say, "Don't you want to act?" And I was like, "I'd be willing to act." And they're like, "Oh, we're done talking to you," uh, because uh, if you want to act, you act, right? I mean, all right. the actors I've ever met who are they do community theater. They end up putting up stuff on you know like uh, sketch stuff. Or yeah, they end yeah, up doing that kind of YouTubey stuff. I sound like I'm a hundred, but uh, but with uh, with stand up, that's what I do. And they do the googly gook to look right. up the YouTubey stuff. I show up at hat store and do stand up comedy because I need to do stand up comedy. Fun. So, so it's but that's what it's like for for real actors who are like I need to act. I need for me. I've uh, I've like narrowed it down because I my dream has always been even before it was popular to do TV. Yeah, like sitcom stuff. Oh, Ever right, since right. I was a kid, I think I was watching stuff I was that I shouldn't have been watching, like <laughs> Soap, right? And Benson, right? I love the ensemble comedies and yeah. just like ensembles. St- the on, they are the best. I yeah. think. It's, yeah, the multicams, fantastic, and it, it's really technical. Comedy is clean and clear, mm-hmm. concise. There's a rhythm to it, right? You know, and if it's well done, it's it's more. It can be super interesting. Yeah. Because it can be it can be hacky so easily, and we're just used to like the same nine you know premises where people are locked in refrigerators, right, right, or freezers. Uh, not refrigerators. Children die. <laughs> anyway, freezers <laughs> is the trope I'm thinking of. <laughs> um, if you throw away a fridge, well, tape it, right, up. right, okay, tape it so up. <laughs> for sure. The, um, but the um, but yeah, there's there's. We're in like a golden age of television, you know, yeah. because of the different platforms. There's so and- much out there now. And um, yeah, I, I did stand up for a minute there. And my- did you give it a shot? Um, yeah, I was doing quite a bit. Oh, good. In 2007, eight, okay. nine. It, my thing is this. I don't like, I respect it as an art form. Mm-hmm. So I really dislike it when people say, well, you should just do stand up. It'll be easy. Um, no, it isn't. Thank you. It's not. Uh, it's a craft. Uh, and I, it's I, an addiction. Yeah. So, I mean, you know pretty quick whether it's something that you... Do you want to hang out with what can be douchebags mm-hmm. uh, for hours on end in an evening? Mm-hmm. Because at least with a theater experience, there's you have there's an ensemble. There's yeah. usually another person that you can make eye contact with and go, did that guy just fucking say that thing? And uh, and it's just, it's nice to have uh, someone to make bug eyes at. Yeah. Because at a stand-up situation, I'm usually the only woman. Or mm. I was for 20 years, right. right? Yeah. And so there was no one, I would just have to laugh off some of the dumbest, <sighs> grossest things that have ever been said yeah. in, in a tiny room. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and I mean, it's kind of cool now. Because there are more more women, there's Tons someone to make more. eye. Yeah, you could, there's someone to make eye contact with. Right, right. And go, and and then one of you can go. Jesus Christ, we're trying to live our lives over here. If you would stop saying gross stuff. Right, right. Uh, and keep writing. Keep and, keep writing. No, no, don't look at. I've been to open mics and and <laughs> they'll see me and they'll try to you know do oh, the crowds. Yeah. I'm like, well, dude, we're at an open mic. Don't don't try it. Take that somewhere else. Right, right. I'm open not... mic. Why don't you? What'd you write? Did you write anything? Because <laughs> yeah, because uh, open mic isn't time to practice crowd work. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, which my crowd work was great because I have a ton of improv. That's experience. Yeah. So okay. that that's fine. And I'm toying with the idea of getting back into stand-up only because I've narrowed down my focus this year as far as why, what is my purpose to, to, to entertain people, to make people laugh. Right. And one of my strongest suits when 
in doing dueling pianos because I, because like I said, I only had those two years of formal training, like okay. really intense piano yeah. training, which was enough for the kind of gig I do. Right. Um, but what has saved me yeah. in this career is my ability to improv and to, and to just are, be could, with the audience. Are you riffing with the audience mm-hmm. uh, in between songs? Oh, yeah. Between? Of course you are. Yeah. yeah. I have. I will admit that I've never seen dueling pianos. I've seen oh, wow. two pianos facing each other yeah. in an empty room. And <laughs> I've been told that later there will be dueling pianos. Right, right. That happens too. I play private gigs sometimes and the, there's a stand up here and then there's the dueling pianos and right. then there's the DJ at the end of the evening. Yeah, maybe know, there's a juggler. Huge corporate sort things. Of yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we're all brought on the backs of elephants to perform for the 1%. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. so uh, why, why would they go out? Right. Uh, so. So, but the the but the 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 thing that I've never I've never been mad about is actors who do stand up to get to see to be seen by by casting people yeah. and by uh, pr- um, producers and stuff like that. I don't think it's it's a problem. I mean, I usually they're only doing five or ten minutes. Right. They're not taking all of the stage time. No, no, no. Nobody's like. I don't think. I don't think Ali Wong is in danger of losing any stage time no. to me or anything like that. And and now I've kind of like loosened up around it. If I like to make people laugh. Mm-hmm then I'm just going to go anywhere and do it. I'm right. going to allow what happens, right. you know, across platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Across. Platforms. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the way of the world today. I don't, you don't have to stick with just one. Right. right. Um, It'd be like saying, uh, cause I would, uh, I want to write a novel. Uh, actually I want to have written a novel. <laughs> anyway, but uh, so but it would be like, well, you're a stand-up, you can't write it. Right. It'd be like that. That's insane. I yeah. mean, and there's not a, a writer in the world who would say you don't get to write because you're a stand-up. Right. You don't get to write fiction, and um, it's we should all get to you know to try the different art forms that we want to yeah. try and see if you like them. I yeah. Mean, you think about the people who paint and uh, who also are actors and and comics and do these things. So. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and I always, people are always like, I want to do stand-up. How do I get into it? And I'm like, well, open mic's not going to give you more than three minutes. Yeah. Come up with three premises, three ideas that you think are funny. Mm-hmm. Talk around them for those three minutes. Yeah. And then get out of the way. Yeah. Because uh, Allow. <laughs> allow. Yeah. And and that's that's the theme word that's come up in the last week. Because I'm, I'm in this acting class that I love. And the teacher gave us all these, this book called The Inner Game of Tennis, the classic guide to <laughs> the mental side of peak performance. That was on your list, self-help. I mean, we are 35 minutes in. But let yeah. me look at this self-help book because that was also – because you uh, – because uh, the inner game of tennis, the classic guide to yeah. the mental side of peak performance, by W. Timothy Galloway. Yeah, forward by Pete Carroll. We don't know who either of those two people are. Uh, Pete Carroll used to coach USC. Okay, and then he was a coach with the Seattle Seahawks, the the NFL are they team. Sports uh, sports people. Okay, so is is uh, is Timothy Galloway a sports person? Yeah, I think he's a tennis guy. But Must it's not just guy. for tennis. It's kind of like a. What are those allegory kind oh, of things? Oh, there you go. Find I mean, the state of relaxed concentration that mm-hmm. allows you to play at your best. Mm-hmm. Build skills. See, and this is uh, this is interesting because if you get if you get um, if you get nervous, people are always like, "Well, what should I do when I'm nervous?" And <sighs> um, I always say, "Laugh at it," mm-hmm. because there's nothing more ridiculous than the fact that you're about to get to do something that makes you nervous. You're like, "What are they letting you do?" Well, that's hilarious. Yeah. Have you ever thought you were going to get to do that? Nope. Uh, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's nervousness is is uh, fear that just doesn't have enough air to it. You got to breathe into it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah nice. It's excitement. It's mm-hmm. not. It's like oh, this is cool, and it's learning to manage those things, which is great. Like I, I still get nervous after at being at this dueling piano sing-along thing for over 20 years, right. I still get nervous going up in front of crowds, which I kind of like. It means I still care about it. Yep. And a couple songs in, I'm great. I can talk to the audience and it's just right. something that, that, shifts. That, yeah, something shifts. And mm-hmm. is that true with the acting too? Like when you act on a, a sitcom, are you? Um, I don't get to do that as much as I'd like, um, mm-hmm. but I'm in class and I love it. Right. Um, have you ever t- thought about taking those voiceover classes? Yeah, because I've done said, that. I do. Because then you get a reel. 
Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then, and then, someone can send those out, and then maybe you yeah. get to be a squirrel or something. Yeah, yeah. Working on that now. As I just oh, had a yeah session the other day. <laughs> it's so funny. I am like finally just allowing all the stuff to happen because um, as long as I can knock on wood, make a living entertaining people. Yeah, I'm happy because it's I'm a, win. a horrible server again. Right, still a horrible <laughs> server, but I have the best customer service because they. Everybody would say, she's just so nice. I'm like, I'm right. great. I'm great with people. Uh, I just can't remember your I order. I can't remember that you didn't. You wanted that on the side. Mm-mm. I have the it's... shortest attention span. I'm like, how? what would you like? And then by the time they say, I'd like, I'm, I'm, I'm drifting <laughs> off somewhere. I notice what they're wearing, their shirt. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Oh, do I want a cu- cute shirt like that? I don't know. Maybe I should go shopping. Oh, I interesting. You're getting a Sprite. Yeah. Uh, so I, it's funny because I always think... Um, that uh, I could always go back to answering like admin stuff. Mm. Like I can answer phones and, and troubleshoot. Uh, I, I can do office crap because <laughs> office crap is fine. And, yeah. um, and there's, there's, and I can, I'm actually quite good at answering phones. Cause I, um, I'm, I'm like, it's okay. Don't sweat it. It's going to be fine. Like I've done a lot of customer service as day jobs and yeah. stuff. And so if people call and they're upset, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, well, let's see what we can. Yeah. And if I can't do anything about it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, we are, you are screwed and I am completely supportive. And uh which is always interesting whenever I get in a situation where I'm talking to a customer service person that when they don't just go, yeah, this is terrible. I was like, who told you you can't just admit yeah. that it didn't work? It just didn't work. It's okay. <laughs> but... Things sometimes don't work. Yeah. I yeah. Anyway, so do you like the this kind of self-help book? Oh, absolutely. Let's, let's... Anything that... that you... Okay, I believe this. There's nothing new under the sun. It's all kind of repackaged, rebranded kind mm-hmm. of things. But I, because of the nature of my brain and how quick I am to hold on to a concept, figure, figure it out, really, yes. live it, and then get bored with it, I need the new thing. Um, ah. I need it to be said in a different way, even though it's the same thing. Which is what self-help books are. They're, they're sort of stating the obvious in a, in a thousand different ways. Yeah. 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 Basically, this this pretty much is saying, this is what this is what I'm getting from it, actually. It's, it's in the doing that things happen. And the, allow that to happen and not the thinking of it, not trying to figure it out. Ah, you know, right, right. So it's I'm the like, action. It's the action, which yeah. I'm uh, a big fan of procrastinating. I'm really good <laughs> at it. Um, sure. If there was a fan club that I might start, I would be the president. There could be some sitting around. It was my friend Maria does an amazing joke about how this really cuts into my sitting around time. And uh, it's like, uh, you know, I really want to get some shit done. But oh, yeah, I'm the queen of like, oh, I need to closet clean my closet right now because there's actually something else that has to be done. I've had so much time to clean the closet. Right. But I just, you know, now it's the thing. It's right. just serpentining and finding other things. But um I will say that so is there is there a like there's there's self-help books that I reread. Yes. Like The Artist yeah. Way. Oh, done that I, three times. I love it. I I get this. I've done it uh up to chapter 11. I've <gasps> never finished it. Whoa. Dum dum dum. And then I've done it the 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 other times I've tried to do uh-huh. it, I've only made it to like 3 or 4 weeks in. Wow. So, uh, but I do love it. Yes. And I, and, it's I, fantastic. and I and I love the sort of the workbooky part mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm. It's a, I do I like a workbook. Do you like a workbook where there's tasks? Yes, yes, because I need structure. I have found that I need structure. I'm comfortable with structure. Um, both my parents were in the army for over 20 years. Right. My mom was in for 20. My dad was in for 22. We could not watch TV without our beds being made. Oh, there you um, go. Like nobody could. You you don't leave your room without this bed being made. So right. thank God that's the thing I have now. Like I don't leave. Which is nice. Yeah. Because the thing is, is then you're not living in squalor or. <laughs> And if things are organized around you, right, right, it just looks better. It looks better, but I think it it's a way to. Or, I mean, mm-hmm. I I think I, I took an acting class, and one of the first things that that one of this one of the teachers was like, "Here's your task: make your bed every day. Mm-hmm. It will give you a sense of accomplishment. Yes, and it will not. You won't beat yourself up that you didn't do anything. Right, and um, and so 
Yeah, all, all this sort of picking up around you. And, yeah, <clears throat> decluttering. Making, that yeah. I have issues with paper clutter. So I just never really got a good system on how to organize. Right. Which I hired a professional organizer years ago. Oh, I would that? highly recommend that. Oh, highly, it's, and it's, again, I've learned it's a process. It's a process. What um, is the process? The process is learning to just let go of stuff you don't need. Okay, just being reminded. Reminded. You, so you have a professional organizer. Mm-hmm. That's a person coming over, going through your stuff with you. Yeah. Going, do you much. need this stuff? Do you need this stuff? Sort of and, like a coach. Yeah. And do you have a system of organize organization that's going to help you? Like I, it was revolutionary. Uh, my friend Michelle Powell does that organizing and stuff, and she's like, "Oh, you just need some shelves." Okay. Like, oh, and shelves and organized and things are so neat now. And yep. just a shelf to just put stuff together because then I just have all this stuff and then I get easily overwhelmed. Okay. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> then I'll go play piano. Like I, I'm the kind of person that I'm cleaning something and if a song pops into my head, yeah. I'll sit there for a second. I'm like, oh, here are the chord progressions. Okay, I think I hear it. And then I'll go to my piano and test myself to see right. if it's right. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Now, are you writing music or are there songs in your head that you're j- just mm. whatever's playing in K. Martha? In K, whatever is playing in K Martha, something from the radio. Sadly, okay. I wish, I wish I wanted to write music. I do a really good live show. Yeah, like I say that confidently after twenty yeah. years of doing this professionally. I'm like, I'm good in front of a crowd. Yeah, um, and people ask all the time, like, when do you have a CD coming out? I'm like, mm, I don't. <laughs> I'm like, thank, thank God, this is. Mm, this is a thing I can do right. to support my acting career right? because I am a horrible server. I feel like God is like, <laughs> you just are just so bad. You what poor thing. What about covers? Are um, there, are, are there, are, is there 35, 40 minutes worth of covers that you are proud of that you could put out as an album? You know, I never thought of that. Because you know what that is? That is passive income, my friend. Huh. Because you will get uh, you will get some uh, they'll get the publishing rights and then you'll get the sound exchange money. Interesting. I never knew about that. Yeah, because we'll they'll have to chat. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, I am a uh, I was raised uh, very much. Well, how are you gonna make any money on that? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm like, I'm an artist. Yeah, I'm not making money, and uh, all of my siblings mm-hmm. were like, well. Maybe you make some money, and because uh, uh, and and um, my sister was in was in development for a long time. She did oh, a, cool. a, a, for nonprofits, wow. and, and eventually she was like, you know what I would like to do? I would like to stop being the person who asks for money and the person who's on the board. Hmm. So I'm going to go make a giant bag of money and become philanthropic and get on the board. And that's what she did. Nice. <laughs> she stopped. She was like, and so now she gets to be on these different boards of, of things that she believes in. Yeah. And, um, and give them money. That's and then amazing. she can ask other, uh, fab, you know, relatively fabulously wealthy in, well, in comedy terms, she's fabulously wealthy. Right, right, right. So as in stand-up comic comparativeness. Mm. So, Yeah. And uh, yeah. so here's the thing. So we okay. are at 46 minutes. Wow. I know. Wow. And time has flown. Wow. Uh, I do. I kind of want to. I There's part of me. Mm-hmm. I, I thought you were going to tell me that you love to watch dueling pianos. Right. But I, um, but I like the idea that you might collect candles. I have a, I have a, li- oh, Rangers, yeah. I have a list in front of me of her yeah. dorktums. So by the way, <laughs> talking to Martha Bowles, it's MarthaBowles.com and it's uh, Ms.MarthaBowles on uh, IG, on Instagram. Yeah. So uh, talk to me about the candle business. Do you collect candles? Do you like a candle? It's a new thing. Oh. Um, I <laughs> celebrated uh, an anniversary of sorts in, in the summer. Okay. And a friend of mine gave me a candle. Like and a it, birthday candle? Just a candle. Just a big, one of those big candles oh, like everybody. Oh, a roundy. A round yeah, one of those. smells like uh, vanilla. Or right, whatever. right. This one was some sort of jasmine candle. And it was so good. And it turns out, and I didn't realize, a friend of ours actually made it. She has this. What? Yeah. She has this business where she makes the candles and the money that she gets from the candles helps with okay let me see if i can get this right the training of the dogs that go into jails and help inmates Aww. 
I think the inmates train the dogs as well. Just it helps facilitate that. Okay. Um, so her candles are unbelievable. So this, this is such an L.A. job, man. Yeah. This is oh, a yeah. job created out of whole cloth. She's yeah. like, I like to make soap. So I'm going to make candles. Yeah. And they're going to smell like stuff. Uh, they're, they're fantastic. And, and, the, and then the money candles. benefits some sort of um, rehabilitation inmate kind of thing? I think so. Does I'm it a, benefit the dogs or does, and, and we know it benefits both uh, both of them because dogs love people and people dogs. love dogs. Yeah, yeah. So, it's for an organization called Positive Change. That's positive spelled P-A-W. A- <laughs> do you love it? Do you love it? I do kind of love it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, Intersect Candles. Intersect. Intersect? How do you Inter- spell that? Uh, I N T. I N T E R S E C T. Intersect. Yes, and it's a female-driven brand. That's kind of fun. And uh, and she makes candles. She probably makes candles. available online. Online. Intersectcandles.com or something. Uh, probably. I think so. But if be- you Google intersect candles, you'll come up with people will figure it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they smell so good. So. And it's for a good cause, obviously. Yeah. Again, positive. Oh, she takes Apple Pay. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> dangerous. Dangerous. Uh, oh, um, my phone is like, will you set up Apple Pay? And I'm like, no, but I hate that tiny red number on my settings. I'm like, oh. uh, there's no option to say I don't need Apple Pay or I don't want Apple Pay. Ah, uh, yeah. Because I've got all the other things. Mm-hmm. Does anyone want to Zell me something? Ah, Zell. Zell anyone, Venmo and PayPal, of course. Yeah. And then, but I'm like, why don't you let me say no? Yeah. Nope. I also don't want to listen to you too. But no, are they still putting you too? <laughs> that was hilarious. Off. People were. I, I can't get it off my phone. Oh my god! Uh, but I have a success, so I bet you it's not on the eleven. No, no, I have an eight. I don't have any. I don't know. Oh, you I don't have it like, on the eight? Okay. No, I don't so, think so. Uh, yes. Um, so candles. Yeah. So, candles. So yeah, are you just getting them from her right now? Or? I had been, and then you know I go to the big old giant Whole Foods, and they have them on sale. Like oh, I'm yeah, just yeah. getting really nice. It's part of like a self care thing I'm doing when I wake up in the morning, clear my head, I light a candle. It just smells so good. It makes oh, me you feel chill adult. Out with a can- yeah, it is a very adult. Yeah, moment. you're a grown up lady. I'm I'm a grown up lady with my you're jasmine and candle. sandalwood candles. I'm like, ooh, this is. Nice. Is that your favorite uh, of fragrance? The sandalwood. I do. I do lavender oil. Lavender's good too. I like lavender when I'm getting a massage. And candles, not really. It's a strange thing. It, My thing with yeah. lavender oil is I take bath. I only bathe. Uh, me and the Japanese. Wow. Uh, so I uh, put lavender oil in my bath. Yeah. And because I only. I love lavender. I just, it makes, it. it's supposed to make you feel calm. Yeah. And because I've been told that so much, it actually makes me feel calm. I, who knows if it's the chicken or the egg. Right, But I'm right. on board. Yeah. And uh, so, but I was given that tiny candle over there. I wonder if I've ever cracked it open. Um, oh. Interesting. So what are, is Jasmine your favorite? Pretty much Jasmine. Anything sandalwood. Um, what am I, what am I burning now? Um, there was one that was kind of a teakwood tobacco combination that I found at Whole Foods. Teakwood tobacco. I didn't think it would smell good, and it's lovely. Just getting ca- caught up on your secondhand smoke? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this I used it uh, to hold another candle, so it has a little wax on it. <laughs> but uh, is this something? I don't know. What What is that? Is it? What does it say? Let's I've- see. Oh, good soy. It's soy. Wonderful. It's made out of soy? Yeah. Those are, they, they burn really well. Oh, this is nice. What does it smell like? What is it? Does it say a thing? Do you know it? It. it doesn't. I don't see anything <laughs> on there, but for me, it reminds me. <laughs> it reminds me of a hair product I used to use. For those who can't see me, I'm a black woman. Um, so <laughs> uh, there will be a photo. There will be a photo. To right. Prove it. <laughs> so beautiful. So it smells like some of the hair products I used to use. Really nice and just like. So, well, uh, you may have know. that if you would like that. Oh. Uh, free candle. Oh, weird. It yeah. does smell like a hair product. Yeah. I My mother, my stepmother was a hairdresser. Ah. So uh, mm-hmm. this smells... Nobody should... Nobody should... Uh, I mean, unless this is a positive memory, which it's not bad. It's it not was, bad. It wouldn't be a candle I would necessarily buy. Right. But... but so you might... Oh, wait... 
top berry, middle honeysuckle, ooh, and basic Napoli. Napoli? Oh. Oh. See the tiny writing on the side? Yeah. I'm 100, so. Just barely. Me too. I need to get uh, my prescription changed in my glasses. I just uh, got mine. And they fixed it. Napoli. Is that what the smell is? That could be it. Yeah. It's a nice combination, though. Well, take that with you. Blaze (gasps) up on a morning. You've given me candy and coffee and candles. You're going to get a t-shirt and and some gas money. So uh, it's a beautiful experience. It's amazing. It's It's amazing. (laughs) So I I like this idea of just sort of treating yourself right in the morning. Yes. And lighting a candle like a Mm grown-up person Mm -hmm. and going, all right. I'm yeah. going to take a moment. And plus, if you light a candle, like how long you don't do, you don't burn the whole thing, right? Because they're big. They're big. I get, I get big ones. And you get, okay. I just, while I'm, well, I'm pretty much as soon as I wake up, I go light it. It's sitting on my piano or my keyboard in my room. Right. Um, and then I'll go back to bed and maybe meditate a bit, do some deep breathing. Okay. Write, do the morning pages from Artist's Way. Right. Uh, because I play Marvel Puzzle Quest. Ah. I go get my phone. Mm-hmm. I play Marvel Puzzle Quest. Uh, that's not, this sounds like a better idea. Because <laughs> you're trying to connect with like the universe and the, the world. The universe, and the world. And, get myself yeah. ready for the outside world. There's a lot of crazy stuff that I cannot control. And uh, <laughs> people make, trying to make it, trying to make, sense out of nonsense that's yeah. happening and um i just decide you know this little corner of the world that i'm involved with with myself with my friends my family i just as long as i can make a positive influence there right or even you know what just honest it's it, i get so i get annoyed with some of the positive vibes only because I, I think it's i think all vibes vibes are just what they are right and it's our thinking you know yeah i mean i could go I fell in love earlier this year. Okay. And, and you know, you would think, thank you. Wow. You, you would think the end of the story is like, he and I are together. We're not. Um, oh, right. Right. No, but I still look at it like the right? most amazing experience I've ever had. Like, I love him to death. You have reframed that. I've beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. Well played. It was the first time ever that I was able, able to <laughs> walk away from a situation after seeing that, oh, they weren't, um, available mm-hmm. to really participate um and and i'm like oh i can still as long as i step back nobody's got to be the bad guy in this i don't wow. have to continue to like obsess yeah obsess yeah. Or, are you gonna like me are you gonna like me and like no i can it was the first time ever that i didn't feel like i was hustling for someone's attention yeah. i could just sit in a room with this person and just be and i felt like Oh my God, I'm a badass. I feel like a funny person. He was just a good mirror. Right. And it's kind of changed the tone going forward. Right. Like, well, that's, I mean, yeah. that, that's it. I mean, the thing is, is if you could do it once, mm-hmm. you could do it again and just sort of, yeah, because what I've been trying to do is just, and, and, and I've, I've hit and miss, right? Yeah. But um, is try to, uh, do what you were talking about earlier, which is just try to affect the people in front of me. Yeah. Because I don't have the power to fix Bolivia. I don't have the problem to fix anything beyond the person in front of me sometimes. Yeah. And I can donate and I can, uh, active, I can be active. I can, I can put things forward, but the biggest difference change that I can make in the world is to not be horrible. Yeah. To the person in front of me. I'm not adding to this mess. (laughs) Right. And if I could somehow fix whatever's in front of me Mm -hmm. and and stand up in a bad situation then against myself or against whatever's happening around me, Mm -hmm. I think I I think that that's the real and also try not to get too mad about it, right? I mean there's a there's a a line that I'm uh, that I do about how there's a very diff it's very different. Uh, the line between me putting away other people's carts at the grocery store uh. and me chasing after you mm. to make you put away your cart uh. Uh, is a line that I wrestle with. Mm. And uh, mm. <laughs> nobody needs to, nobody needs uh, meddler, Mrs. Kravitz over <laughs> here uh, to freaking get in their face. Oh and gosh. so, but I mean, it's, it's cause I think that is of some use. Right. Right. To, uh, and, and to know when it's, 
to, to step in, you know, and to say, right. you should put your card away. Yeah. Only if you're jamming somebody, your card into somebody's car. How about that? Right, right. Stop doing that. Then, yeah. then I can, then I, uh, there's some justice in me interfering in someone else's actions. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, yeah, it's all boundaries. Yeah. It's all about, ba- I'm learning where do I end and where do other people begin and just let, like, let it be. That's and, a great line. And know that I don't have to, there's nothing outside of me that I can fix or rearrange that boundary Yeah, that's going to make me feel better. I got to rearrange the boundaries inside. <laughs> and so like back to this person that I fell in love with this year, um, I, I didn't really tell him that I did that, but that's what, anyway, yeah. you know, yeah. if he listens, he knows. And then, so, wow, I'm not ashamed. Um, <laughs> Congratulations. You are loved. You, you are loved, uh, but I'm not talking, you know, yeah. we're not, we're not and there's dating no, no or anything pressure. like that, but nope. it's like reframing it, you know, like, yeah. oh, I fell in love. It didn't have to, it doesn't have the Disney ending, but what I have a better appreciation and love for myself. So going forward, when I know when I'm dating somebody, like if I can feel fully present in my own body and not have to feel like I got to hustle to get this guy to like me, then, then it's a win. Like I've won. It's crazy. It's a revolutionary. I'm like, never before have I felt this way. Cause we're not as women in this country taught to feel that way. You're like, what can you do to get him to like you? Here are the 10 (laughs) tips. Why don't you take this quiz? You know, make sure what is it? What is he thinking? I don't know. I barely know what I'm thinking. In fact, I shouldn't trust what I'm thinking. Right. Right. (laughs) And if you, if anybody can understand what I'm thinking, I, sh- I won't trust them. Right. Please do not tell me what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, and, uh, yes. And that is so, I mean, like I, uh, my, and the self-help stuff is, yeah. it works because mm-hmm. it's not that our, my parents were bad. No. They did the best they could. Absolutely. And for some reason, I, the tools that I need to live we're not part of the repertoire. Mm-mm. We're not, and and weirdly enough, they weren't given them either. No. So, and no one really is. I think no. that there's part of it. It's hard to teach your kid. I I don't know how you could teach your your child how to, because I mean, I because the thing that I'm learning right now is that um, I have to let go of my um. I have to watch my thinking. Yeah, yeah. And then that will watch my actions. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because before I act on anything, if I think before I act on anything, that will stop bad actions. Right. And so if I have a shitty thought, yeah. it will then turn into a crummy action. Yeah. So if I can catch it at the thinking stage uh-huh. and uh-huh. stop and sort of turn it like let it go. Right. 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 Just Yum yum yum. But yeah, this was fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's congratulations on Thanks. that because that is, that's I mean, if if we could teach it to an eight year old, I think it's starting to happen. My sister's a yoga instructor um, in Canada, and my what? wonderful nephew, <laughs> yes. so sweet, nice young man. When he when he gets upset, sometimes he'll go, I, "Mommy, I need a minute," and he'll take deep breaths, and he's because he sees her wow. practicing. That's uh, yeah, yeah, and managing this stuff i think i think kids just have to see you actually doing it we learn more from watching which right. is what that book is yeah. that i was talking about is about like watching the the guy he, he's like i stopped really giving an instruction yeah and i and i asked someone to just watch like imagine themselves hitting the ball over the net and and what they wanted that certain swing to be mm-hmm. and once they did it for a bit and really settled it in they just allowed their body to do it you can your body is amazing. It's the think system, which is from the Music Man. I have referenced guys and dolls, and now the Music Man. <gasps> Stop it! Remember the think system with uh, um, Robert Preston was the Music Man, and he did not know how to read music. Full circle on the Whoa. music thing. He, uh, but he would come to a town and yeah. start a band, <clears throat> and oh he would sell God. everyone instruments and uh, uniforms, and then he would run away with all the money without teaching them how to be in a band. <gasps> And it, he was a scam, except for the fact that um, he would always say, I can't teach you how to play your instrument. It's the think system. You just have to think uh, the song in G, and then you will know how to play the song in G. And uh, I cannot touch your French horn. This is, I was like, I don't even know how to hold it, though, sir. And he's like, 
well, you just hold it however you want to hold it. Think about it. <laughs> and it was such a scam. And the piano That's teacher, hilarious. Uh, who was Mrs. Partridge uh, from the from the TV show Mrs. Partridge. Uh, nope, the Partridge Florence, family. Florence Henderson. Henderson played. Um, no. Yes, I think was it her? No, though that was. That oh, was Brady Bunch. I'm that missing was Brady Bunch. Yeah, that's right. Whoever played Mrs. Uh, Partridge uh, was the piano teacher. Okay, and uh, she uh, saw through his ruse. I don't know if you've seen the music band. I'm not going to relive it for no, us. That seems too much. There's a song I know from it from some yeah from someone who's 76 trombones. Da 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 the, oh, the, the men, da, 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 Wells Fargo. Yeah, that's the one song I know from Music Man. Oh, my God. We're over an hour. What? I know. Martha Bowles, this has been a delight. I would like to have you come back and talk to me about, oh, no, we almost covered everything except for skincare, but we got into it a little bit. We did. The smell of that candle. We did. And, uh, oh, we never talked about people's stories and how you, uh, do you read nonfiction? Are you reading autobiographies? Um, Oh, no, I'm talking about the stories I make up when I'm people watching. Or or when I'm... Welcome back to the show, Martha Bowles. Uh, <laughs> I'll have you back on. Yeah, Because that's freaking awesome. The fact that you're writing. In my head, I'm like, what is the energy happening in between that? I have, over the years, backstory. seen things. I remember in undergrad, I would just... I remember hanging out with a guy at the lunchroom, and, and we were all friends, and he just offhandedly made a comment about a girl in class. He's like, yeah, this chick annoys me. But there was something in, I heard something in how he said it. And within two years, they were married. I'm like, oh, he likes this girl. Oh. But even though he was saying, I could, I feel like it's a like a special gift, a woo-woo gift. <laughs> People can say one thing, but I'm like, oh, no, there's something underneath that. I get to see, I can kind of see the thing behind the thing. That is a gift. Yeah. Look at that. There's another thing. If dueling pianos doesn't work out, tarot cards. You know, uh, hey, you this know. is L.A. It is. It, things are possible, you guys. And Anything. if it isn't possible, you can make shit up. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, people are sending you money. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing, Martha Bowles. Thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you, Jackie. Everybody, it's uh, uh, MarthaBowles.com. Mm-hmm. Ms. Bowles, uh on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, go see her in Lincoln, Nebraska on December 13th at Blazing Pianos. At Brewski's. At Brewski's. At Brewski's, the, the Bla- Blazing Piano Show. Yeah. The Blazing Piano Show. And um, uh, anyone in LA who's listening, uh, she, would, she would like to act in your sitcom. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being on the program. Thanks and, for having me. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?